This is Masajati, and welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. This is episode 105, Ask and It Will Be Answered, part one. This is the first in a series of episodes where I answer client questions about life, spirituality, and higher realms, and also give you insights straight from Exponential Intelligence about the deeper meaning behind the concept of Ask and It Will Be Answered. So let's just jump right in. Uh, question one, <clears throat> when we ask, are you a pure source and pure intent for our, our highest and best good? If we are unsure of the answer or don't hear it, well, what do we tell them? So let me preface the question. Uh, so what they are asking about, a lot of uh, a lot of people have, say, spirit guides, angels, uh, and loved ones um, uh, that they connect to. Right? or other entities or other, they channel, so on. They might see, uh, again, entities, spirits, uh, things on the other side. Right? We'll just call them things on the other side. And uh, if you're new, if you're a little scientific, uh, you're going, wow, you know, that sounds like a bunch of bullshit. Uh, and it's really not. Okay, and uh, we'll explain that in detail as well. Uh, however, coming back to this question, those individuals who do see stuff, uh, what does that mean? Uh, and a lot of times, when you're seeing things, whether they're angels, your spirit guides, uh, you know, channeling or whatever it might be, um, in the past, they were there to keep you in the pattern that you are running. So, for example, if you are running of uh, patterns of, say, abuse, and we can put anything in there, abuse, uh, you know, ecstatic, uh, happiness, joy, abundance, whatever it is. Right? Um, so if you're running a certain pattern, right, chances are that your spirit guides, your angels, anything that you attach to for answers, Uh, will be conditioned to get you to the programs, to, uh, will be conditioned to accommodate the programs that you're running. Just like your emotions, uh, and I've done a podcast on emotions, uh, but your uh, emotions, why I say don't trust your emotions, right? Uh, it's because they're miscalibrated. So your emotions are used to accommodate the programs that are running for you. So if your program is running, say, patterns of... Uh, being highly successful, well, you're going to naturally attract through your emotions, you know, whichever, whatever emotions that you might use, uh, situations, people, opportunities that will give you, say, highly successful, because that's the program that you're running underneath. Same thing with spirit guides, uh, angels, any anything else that you might channel or you connect to. Right? So just be aware of that. And that is why a lot of times, when you do the 21 days, the group healings or anything, or even the podcasts, uh, anything else that you do with me, even the events, a lot of times your uh, angels, your spirit guides and so on, they, they disappear. They're not needed anymore, first of all. And two, uh, they might not be of your greatest benefit for you. So uh, back to the question, when we ask, are you a pure source, a pure intent for our highest and best good? Uh, if we're unsure of the answer, or don't hear it, uh, what do we tell them? Uh, then they are not of the purest intent for you. Right? Uh, when you ask, are you of the purest 
or are you of pure source and of pure intent? Should ask uh, that you should get say a definite answer, and not only the answer should be definite, right, that communication, uh, but that internal dialogue or how you feel internally. Okay. If it doesn't, if it doesn't feel or sit congruent with you, uh, and they might answer yes, uh, ask it again, and then you'll get the right answer. Again, everything has to match. This is why I say notice what you notice and then notice the details of what you're noticing. Because right? uh, words have a lot of different, say, meanings, understandings. Right? It's the tonality and everything else, the body language and everything else behind that word. So that's why it's so, so important not to just decipher or just hang on the word. But the whole environment around the situation that you're in. Again, how does it feel when when you ask that question and you get a certain answer, yes or no, or no uh, answer at all? Okay. Um, <clears throat> but almost 100% of the time, if they don't answer you. Okay. Or uh, it's not immediate then it's a definite no. Okay. How do we send away the things that answer no uh, and keep around the things that answer yes? Right? Uh, if we don't know what the answer was. So, not exactly sure, sure what that question is, but uh, let's go back a couple steps. How do we send away the things that answer no and keep around the things that answer yes? All right. So, uh, if you are getting a no answer, most likely, Okay, they'll disappear if you are of a higher order or if you are strong enough. Now, uh, everything is based on levels okay, or the frequency that you generate. Uh, things on the other side, whatever they might be, uh, know exactly what level you're at. Okay? It just is. Uh, it's kind of like playing uh, Pokemon, if you know that uh, the Japanese cartoon. Um, I think it's Pokemon. Anyway, there's a Japanese cartoon. They showed exactly, say, the range that you were at, or the level that you were at before they fought. So, uh, quite a good cartoon, by the way. Um, but anyway, coming back to the question. So, those entities, or those things on the other side, they know exactly where you are. They know if they are, are, are of the dark source or of pure, pure intent. They just know right off the bat. Everybody knows. If we were awakened enough, we would know just like they do. Okay? Even lower level entities, just base level entities, they know exactly what level you're at. Right? Uh, because they are of, a, of a, say, a present or consciousness. Right? Uh, and I, by present, I mean they are locked in time. Uh, because one, they're on the other side, so there is no time value really. So to connect with you, at this moment in time, they would have to be in the present moment. At the present moment, uh, all awarenesses are open. So everything is just more aware, more open to you. Okay? The truth of behind what people say, their intent and so on, are open to you. And again, that's another reason why you want to be as present as possible. The filters that you wear or the filters that you see or sense the world disappear when or start to disappear, uh, although it does take time for some individuals. 
Um, but as the filters say clear and you sense the world in its purity, once you're in the present moment, okay, uh, you'll know what level that people are in or entities or spirits or angels or anything like that. <clears throat> so back to the question now that you have a nice foundation uh, is how do we send away the things that answer no? Uh, one, uh, the reason why they hang out is because they can. You're not strong enough. Okay? So instead of uh, being a detriment to you, Right? or bothering you, or distorting you, they'll hang around even more. Right? So it's your job. And this is something that I can't do for you, is to you know have uh, or bring you into a... I can bring you into a higher order, but I can't consciously go in and protect you from things where you should be protecting yourself. Right? And I'll get into that aspect as well, because <clears throat> a lot of people are facing that, so that's just a, uh, uh, I guess, a subclass of this question. Um, so before we get uh, too many open-ended questions out there uh, that I haven't answered, because I do tend to, say, go off the subject a little bit, uh, and, and that's because, by the way, uh, and that's because I, 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 I scan the group and see what's needed or what's needed, uh, what you need to hear right, uh, at the time of the recording. So... Um, <clears throat> so one, uh, again, if they're still hanging around, that means that you uh, are not at a level where you can actually send them away. Right? You can even ask them to say, go away, and you can do that. And uh, again, if you're not at a, that, that higher level or they're at a higher level okay, then you are, then they'll just basically say, laugh at you, or although they'll disappear, they'll keep coming back. So what do you do? Right? Do you entangle yourself with them? Do you argue with them? Do you fight with them? No. Do you run away from them? No, you can't. You have to maintain your ground. The way you maintain your ground is clarity of focus. Right? When you're communicating with anything out there, Right? Just know that you're always in charge. Just know that as long as you stay in the present moment, uh, and even if you don't, if you kind of you know waver off, come back into the present moment by understanding your body, the position of your body, especially your spine, the lower half of your spine, okay? uh, and that'll bring you back into the present moment where you are in control, where you are in charge. Nobody can control you or distort you in the present moment as long as you're in control. Key is, if you're not controlling yourself, somebody else, somebody, other thing will. So, so uh, again, my point is to maintain your ground. And as you ascend higher, by the way, that's how your, say, score uh, goes higher. Uh, uh, when, it's, when they're not needed anymore. Uh, they'll go away. So a lot of times uh, this happens when people start to come into their own space. You know, they start to strengthen. Um, there are, say, dark entities and so on that kind of hang out, not to destroy you, distort you, control you, um, but more likely they start to understand that you're coming into a higher level, and I call them helper entities. Okay, so they're of the dark side. They're aware they're of the dark side, uh, but they do want to help you. So 
just be aware of that. You can even ask them. Okay. Um, so this is uh, helper entities. Uh, again, kind of like uh, if you take a self-defense class, right? Uh, the coach that's teaching you on self-defense, they'll pull a gun on you. Uh, <clears throat> although it's not loaded, they'll pull a gun on you and they'll train you on how to defend yourself. Same thing here. Uh, and, and just note, I'm not saying that all uh, uh, dark entities are out there that you run into are going to be helper entities. Okay, so be aware of that as well. I'm saying that a few are, and then most others aren't. So uh, either way, okay, you can use it as a training opportunity for you to stand your ground, strengthen, so you can go higher, and then they'll disappear once they understand that you're at uh, their level or higher. Uh, they just don't fight with you anymore. And uh, again, they don't want to control you because they can't, and they go away. How do you keep the ones that answer yes? Right? By being true. And what that means is by uh, uh, clearing out any falseness that you have, any insecurities that you have. Just like dogs or any other animal, they can come up to you and just sniff, right? Fear, uh, distortion, and they, they read everything. They basically consciously see what I consciously see, they just don't understand it because, well, they're animals. Uh, I do. I pretty much, uh, well, I do, not pretty much, I do see everything that's running in you. Right? Uh, the one thing about me is that I don't judge you in any way. I don't use uh, the, the information in a derogatory way or a negative way. So, for example, if you are, say, running patterns of abuse, and I go, oh, you're running patterns of abuse, uh, I don't abuse you. Right? Uh, although most people, subconsciously, they read, they read it, they understand it, they pick up what you're sending out. If it's patterns of abuse, uh, unconsciously, they might abuse you at, at some level. So that's how that works. Okay, again, so uh, by answering yes or those individuals that say yes, uh, I am a pure source, pure intent. Um, it's just like having really good friends. Why do you have really good friends? Well, you have to, or how do you get really good friends? You have to shape up. You have to come into your own purity, right? Your own honesty, integrity, and then uh, good things, good people naturally hang out with you. You don't have to force them. You don't have to entice them. They just want to be around you. Same thing here, uh, whether it's on the other side uh, or whether it's people on this side. Uh, again, if you are of integrity, they'll naturally just hang out with you. So, so work on yourself. Uh, we'll go to this next question. Uh, during the med healings, I can feel my body really strongly and can feel how I'm put together. My bones get stronger and bigger. Uh, as soon as I am done with the mana healing, my bones shrink to the point. My watch gets loose. What is this? Yeah. So there's lots of reasons why that could happen. Just tapping into the individual who wrote this question, uh, you have two identities that come into you. Okay? Uh, and what that means is that, say that you have a physical form, right? Your body, uh, and then you basically have two spirits on the back end. So the 21 days, and you probably haven't noticed this, uh, but you know this this kind of is a general 
layout because I'm not specifically talking to this individual, although I can tap into who wrote this question. Okay? Uh, but it'll benefit quite a few uh, of you out there that are inhabited by other beings, whether they're other say, human spirits or, again, other beings, whether they're alien, lower-level aliens or anything else that can, you know, come into you and take over your body. So imagine this, say your body is a vehicle, okay, like a car. Right? The driver of the car is your spirit. And for some reason, and again, there's millions of different reasons why somebody is inhabited by, uh, by uh, other things than your spirit. Again, millions of uh, reasons why. Um, uh, what happens is that that driver, your original driver, right, your own your own spirit gets pushed aside. Something else comes in. So, in this case of this uh, individual, where their bones get bigger, there's a larger individual uh, that I'm seeing uh, that has passed away. And it's always been there for you, um, yeah, uh, since a child, from what I'm seeing. So that's why you can't really say decipher the difference, because it's always been with you. Uh, until the 21 days. So because the 21 days pulls out, say, all the distortions, the filters, and so on, uh, that isn't you, well, it's starting to pull the two of you apart. And in a short time, uh, you'll start to see, well, you might actually have, say, two identities, almost two personalities that will appear for you. And then uh, hopefully towards the end of the 21 days or the next session or a session with me, um, the next 21 days or a session with me, uh, I can say release that other identity. So the real you, the only you that should be uh, in the driver's seat of your body is you. Um, <clears throat> uh, just to just to continue on, because there's a lot of other people um, with similar tendencies. Okay? And, and I know for those individuals, again, the science side, they might go, oh, wow, how can that be? Uh, but there's enough, say, experience, there's enough, uh, there's enough people experiencing this that somebody could do, say, a case study, like a scientific study, and you could see the breakdown. Okay? I just don't have the time to do it. Uh, and then you could document it and then, uh, scientist-type individual will go, oh, somebody documented this, it must be true. So, uh, anyway, uh, that's an aside note. Um, so, uh, coming back, how does this happen? Okay. Uh, and I'll give you just things that I'm tapping into, a good number of you uh, listening, or, or, yeah, a good number listening, or will be listening to this podcast. good number of you, for example, uh, your mother is overbearing, domineering, uh, always telling you what to do or say. She crosses over. She crosses over. Uh, she doesn't go anywhere. She integrates in your body because that's the best place for her, so she thinks. And as she does that, well, she dominates your body, and in times you start acting like your mother. And again, I'm not saying all situations are like this, but those people that resonate let me give you a real case study on this. Uh, and this, and this woman, uh, uh, I was working on her, you know, one or two times, and she started seeing, say, this other 
personality come out of her. I know her mother had been dead for about 15 years, uh, uh, and slowly, uh, but surely, uh, the mother was coming through, starting to figure out, it's like, hey, I'm dead, right? but I'm not, uh, I'm not in the heavenly space, I'm integrated with my daughter, I can control her from here, just like I used to control her when I was alive. Uh, the reason why they can do that is because you've allowed them at some level, okay? uh, whether consciously or unconsciously, obviously most of us unconsciously, you've allowed them at some level to, say, entertain within you or enter you and control you. That's why they've been so controlling. It's really a good, say, tool uh, to accommodate or you know push themselves into you. Uh, in this situation. So what happens, again, over time, they start to awaken, they start to realize that they can uh, manipulate the physical realm here, although they're on the other side. They start taking over your uh, that person's body or that woman's body. Okay? And in this case, when I started saying this to her, she goes, oh my God, I look in the mirror sometimes and I see my mother's face looking back at me. Okay. So I worked on her, uh, and there's more. Uh, she had another session with me, and during the session, she's going, oh my God, Mom. Uh, this explains all the things that I've been feeling. Uh, I've been feeling very different, very foreign. Again, feeling like my mom. Uh, uh, was in, almost inside me, and well, she was, uh, but my mom controlling me, although she's been dead for 15 years. Uh, and then, uh, this is the kind of the key, uh, she had a group of friends around, they were just kicking back, relaxing, she was on the couch, uh, she fell asleep. Okay. And as she was uh, diving into sleep, well, when you start to sleep, you lose again, consciousness or awareness of your physical identity. Right? And again, we're just created of frequencies, right? Our whole body is created of frequencies. Uh, she falls asleep. Her mother awakens, starts to take over, and her friends literally saw her, saw her face, her neck, uh, her upper torso start to shift into the way her mother looked. And that's how real uh, things can get. Okay? I can t uh, can tell you story after story on uh, on say similar similar stories or similar situations. So in this situation, uh, again, the second uh, <clears throat> second uh, IGH and <clears throat> excuse me industrial group healing that she had uh, removed removed uh, removed the mother from her, uh, the woman, uh, her, her issues, uh, I forgot her issues, she had some kind of health issues, uh, that disappeared, because that wasn't her, it was her mom's, um, she started looking younger, like her age, not her mom's age, uh, and so on and so on, she got, or she reclaimed her body, so, uh, that's, uh, again, how, uh, impactful, having somebody else inside you is uh, those individuals. Uh, and again, just kind of going through people, 
so just expanding that question a, 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 a little bit more uh, just because it'll help uh, quite a few people. A lot of people who have uh, who have eating disorders, this is the exact same scenario. Okay, so what do I mean by that? Uh, whether they're bulimia or anorexia, you know, they're really, really thin, right? You see them really, really thin. They look in the mirror and they go, I'm so fat. Not that their eye, their vision is going bad or anything like that. Uh, in reality, they're not seeing their physical form in this reality. What they're seeing is another identity right, or another instance of them in another reality where they're fat. Since they're connected to this reality through their physical body, uh, they'll not eat. Oh, so this physical form gets affected. The one that they're seeing, the physical form that they're seeing, whether it's in the mirror, in pictures, or anything else, does not get affected. Because right? they're, well, uh, they're on the other side. They're in another reality. Uh, again, so what it gets impacted is... Uh, the physical body in this reality. So, uh, I've helped a lot of, uh, a ton of people who have had eating disorders. Uh, once you resolve the issue, they bring those two realities, mesh them together. They get to see the actual body, okay? not a rendition from another reality, uh, and their eating disorders disappear. So again, more scientific, more scientific proof, right? Because uh, we're all looking for the bottom line results. If you're getting results, there must be, say, something to this. It's not just hearsay. It's not just, uh, you know, some psychological thing. It's not hypnosis. It's nothing like that. There's been enough cases where I've actually helped um, a ton of people, uh, again, enough cases to document or study the phenomena okay, and actually put some scientific evidence behind it. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, after the meta-healings and related to the above question, my body gets numb. I can't feel it as much, including my bone structure that shrinks as mentioned above. Uh, what is the best way to maintain my proper structure and spirit space in between the meta-healings during our day-to-day -day activities if we're unable to continue to play the meta-healing? So again, what happens is, and why it's numb, is that uh, the 21 days pulls out that other identity that's hiding within you in this scenario uh, and similar scenarios. Right? Uh, and the reason why it's doing that because uh, in a short period of time, keep listening to the meta-healing, uh, you'll get enough momentum where it'll like it'll pull it out, separate the two of you completely, and then that other individual that's actually uh, of spirit form uh, disappears. It goes where they need to go. You um, control your body. So why you feel numb is because when that other individual, say, comes forth, right, the way the rendition of your body disappears, right, or your rendition of your body 
disappears. And as they disappear after the meta healing stops, well, it takes a little while for you to go, oh, I'm back in the driver's seat, and that's why you feel numb. Okay. So keep doing the meta healing. If you ever have a session with me, I can just do it quicker for you again, separate the two of you, uh, and then you'd be good to go. Thanks for listening to episode 105. Tune in next week for episode 106, where I'll answer more client questions and end with powerful meta healing uh, designed to help protect you from any spirits or other forces that may be trying to occupy your body or influence your life. Until then, please check out our existing entity removal meta healing, which will be available at the link in the blog post for this podcast at masjani.com. Take care and notice what you notice.